Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. 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 You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Beautiful people, happy Sunday. Welcome to the Create Your Life series. I am your host, Kevin Y. Brown. It is a pleasure to be here with you on this great Sunday. Today's episode is actually quite rewarding, and it's something that I that I'm happy about, an episode that I'm happy about because a few of our listeners actually had the opportunity to listen to our debt-free college episode where we gave out strategies in order to graduate college for free. And then some of the other listeners, they said, man, you know what? I'm in college. And so I want to know how it is that I can save money right now. And there were also some parents who chimed in and said, you know what? Before my kid even gets there, I need some tips on how to save money as well. Is there anything that you could tell us so that we're best equipped? And so I said, you know what? Let me dedicate an entire episode to that. So that being said, that is what today's episode of the Create Your Life series is about. But before going into, you know, these great tips that I have for you, because I do have 25 ways to save money in college, I want to do this week's version of catch up. And so what happened with me this week is I had the opportunity to go to an app lunch that a friend was having. And my friend was having an app lunch and I went and got the opportunity to support him in the organization that he's a part of. And while there. You know, I, I listened to the presenters, listened to the kids being involved, and it was actually the the world of money is the application that was launched. And with the world of money, what it does is it teaches young people how to um, master their finances and how to understand IRAs and different financial things, how to manage their money and do things with their money that, you know, their parents might not have been able to so that they're very responsible when they get older. So for iPhone and for Android, if you go in there, you can get World of Money, uh, all one word, and you'll find the app. And it's pretty amazing. I actually got my 14-year-old nephew to sign up for it on the spot that day. I called him and said, hey, man, you need to do this. And I told him that I would pay him in order for him to complete it because this is something that he needs and it's a great investment into his future. So I had the opportunity to support my friend, do that. Uh, there were several people in the room who I thought I could network with. So, of course, afterwards, had the opportunity to go and do that and just talk to people, just pick their brains about different ideas and, you know, even those who had helped make the app possible. I did that. And then from there, me and about four other gentlemen went out to dinner and these are all my friends uh, all older I'm the youngest I was the youngest person in the group and these guys are really successful in their different uh, endeavors one's a lawyer the other one is a, a personal trainer with his own business and the other two are, are finance guys so we're sitting at dinner and they're having all these conversations about what it is that they 
that they've done and some of the deals that they've worked on and, you know, some of the experiences that they had. And I'm literally sitting there like a fly on the wall just listening. And I tell you, you know, the food was great. We were at Tile down on 14th Street. The food was great. The company was amazing. But when I got home, I was so inspired by their stories that I literally stayed up maybe until about 3 a.m., woke up at 6 a.m., you know, got my workout in at 6.30. I mean, just fired up. And that lasted for a couple of days. And, you know, then I had more great conversations with other friends. And I just, it really just helped me hone in and understand the power of the people that you're around. And, you know, when you have other people's best interests at heart, how it really motivates you to be your best as well. And so I just wanted to to share that with you because that is one of the key tools in creating your life and making sure that things go the way that you want it to do. So definitely keeping those, you know, that good company in your life and good people around you. 25 ways to save money while in college. This is actually the strategies from a book that I'll be putting out in 2017. So first strategy is to have a budget system. Um, having a budget system will actually really, really help you to designate what, uh, where your money should be going and how you should be managing it. One of the best budget systems that I've, that I've seen, I came from a book called secrets of the millionaire mind by T Harv Ecker. And in this book, he has this system. It's, it's a jar system. And, but I think that whether you use a jar, whether you use envelopes, anything like that, the most important part is to understand the different areas that, uh, this budget system outlines. See, all, sometimes we end up saving up all of our money. We're like, I'm not going to spend a penny. And then after a couple of weeks, you say to yourself, uh, you know, I've been starving myself of things that I like and, you know, from going out, from having food and things like that. And then you just go and you blow all of the money because you've been starving yourself. You haven't been putting the money away for the different aspects of your life. So what I want to do is talk about this jar system, uh, this budget system that T. Harv Ecker had that actually takes care of every aspect of your life. So there are six accounts. Um, The first one is called the FFA, which is the financial freedom account. And so this is money that you're basically going to um, invest. That's what your FFA is. And then you have the long-term savings account. So the long-term savings account, which is the LTSS, that is basically the account that you use in order to uh, save money for uh, bigger things, right? But your financial freedom account, that's the money that you just keep compounding and then you invest in order to make more money. Then you have your education because you should always be learning, always becoming better. So you have your education account. And this is just for, you know, if you want to take classes, if you want to become better, all of that stuff. Then you have your necessities account. And usually your necessities account is about 50% of what you bring in a month or 50% of what you have. Um, And so this is used for all your utilities, phone bill, things like that, things that are necessary in order for you to live and to survive. Then you have your play account. And so your play account is the money that you have for you to go to the movies, hang out with friends, eat out, et cetera, et cetera. That is what what your play account is. And that is... A very important account because once that money is going in that account, then it's important for you to stick to your overall financial plan and not dig into any of your other accounts in order to satisfy or in order to justify going out and, you know, spending money in the play account. Then you have your give. So the giving account is like, you know, if you want to donate some money to some family members, anyone asks you for money, if there's certain charities, organizations, churches, anything that you want to donate to on a regular basis or anything like that. That is your pot, the give account. Once the give account is gone, is empty, then hey, you have no more money to give. 
And so if you stick to these and you're you're all around focused on your financial plan, I'm telling you, you can literally compound your money. When I was working here in New York City, my first job as a janitor, um, I literally saved maybe around $10,000 using this method. You know, keep a low overhead and then, of course, be sure to keep that money in those different uh, areas. Number two, in college, use money and not credit cards. Reason being is that credit cards, you can run up a balance and then you can also run up an interest. So you don't want to do that. And, you know, if you can use cash, use cash as much as possible because cash will keep you honest. You know, when your cash gets short, then you know, hey, I need to readjust or I can't do such and such because I don't have the money for it. Number three, if you have to use a card, then use debit over credit. Reason being is that debit is actually going to pull the money straight from your account, you know, without any interest or anything like that. Whereas if you use that credit again, that is where a lot of people fail because you have to pay back this interest. So, you know, you might have a a hundred dollar balance, but you can only pay fifty dollars of it off, and then you get that that interest on top of it. So that hundred dollars, let's say you got a you know eighteen percent interest, twenty percent interest, that hundred dollars is now you know hundred and twenty dollars, you know, and then you take away the fifty. So you know, just start compounding, and then you take away fifty, but you still get hit with another twenty dollar charge. So now you owe seventy instead of owing the fifty that you should have owned, and so on and so forth. And it just keeps building and makes it harder for you to pay off the money. So key thing is to use your own money. Uh, strategy number four, save your change. You know, as kids, we had like piggy banks and different jars and things like that. But hey, you know, in college, you have to wash clothes. You got to do all these different little things. So it's very important to go ahead, <laughs> to go ahead and save that money, save that change, those pennies, those dimes, man, all of that stuff adds up. And when it comes time to make certain purchases and things like that, man, you could do it in all coins. Or take it to the change machine, receive a gift card, you know, maybe for Amazon or for some type of retailer, something like that. Those coin store machines. And, you know, you can use that money like that and purchase those things online since we do a lot of shopping online anyway. Strategy number five is going to be use coupons everywhere you go. So. Find it, find out if you got to make a purchase online. I do this all the time. I research and try to find discount codes and coupons for anything that I'm trying to purchase online. Why? Because I'm trying to save money. And if you're trying to save money, you got to use the coupons, even whether you're at the grocery store, whether you, you know, purchase something off of Amazon. I purchase a lot of stuff on Amazon, obviously, but wherever you're trying to, even when I'm purchasing things for my websites, for uh, different ventures and things like that, I'm always, I'll Google coupon code or coupon for such and such and oftentimes it comes up and i might have to try a couple of the coupons before i get the right one but hey when i get the right one this money saved that's more money in my pocket when it comes to your textbooks see if you can get those electronic versions from your peers see if you can get some used ones ask somebody who's an upperclassman sometimes you can even ask your teacher if you can use theirs so there's different ways. So that's strategy number six. Either buy, use, trade, or borrow textbooks, or borrow those textbooks from other people, get the electronic versions, and just share them. Some of the websites that you can use, I have a ton of them. Fatwallet.com, techbargains.com, mycoupons.com, dealsconnection.com, dealcatcher.com, thecouponclippers.com, currentcodes.com, and couponsurfer.com. Number seven, only have one phone. 
Some people walk around and have two two phones, you know, because it's cool, things like that. Man, let's keep the overhead low. But you might not need that grand big phone plan, especially around college and campus where it has a Wi-Fi all the time. So you can scale back, get a cheaper phone plan, and just use the Wi-Fi all the time. That's a way to save some money, keep some money in your pocket. Uh, strategy number eight, eat at your house instead of out and about. Eating out can be expensive, and it definitely adds up. You know, so when you cook at home and then you make a different variety of dishes, then, you know, put them in some Tupperware, put them in, in a container or something like that, man, and take them out. And, you know, you eat breakfast at home, have lunch and dinner that you take with you. That saves you money. Sometimes you might need to pull it together with, with some other uh, classmates or other people who, who go to school with you. And with that, you know, you ask them them to cook like me. I'm a horrible cook. So I'll ask my friends. I'll be happy to pitch in for the groceries and things like that. And then we, you know, come together with, with some uh, some different meals. That's what we did in college. We come together with some different meals and things like that. And we were good. We were saving money. But, you know, it was more of a communal thing. So definitely keep that in in your head. And, of course, always pack your own lunch. When you're out and about, you know, you're going to become hungry, get you some snacks, different healthy things, too. I always like to eat walnuts and, and cranberries, different trail mixes and things like that. Stuff that I know is going to give me energy, fruit, things like that. That was number nine, so I'm going to give you number ten. Relax with your on-campus meal plan. You know, oftentimes people, they go for the three meal plan, but then <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, at the Facebook Live right now, and Tashina Lee's like, I need those coupon websites. Don't worry, Tashina. When this episode comes out, they will definitely be on in the notes section of this episode but relaxing with your meal plan uh, strategy number 10 got to keep in mind that you probably aren't going to eat three square meals in school so you don't need the biggest meal plan maybe get the second biggest meal plan where you get two meals per day and do it like that but you definitely want to keep that down because meals plans can become expensive and then if you're not actually eating and using all three of those meals then you're wasting money so cut back a little bit, make a couple things in your dormitory or, or, or where you live at, and then just cut back on those expenses. And uh, shout out to my boy, Steven Sandals, one of my teammates from high school for chiming in via Facebook Live and uh, always showing love, always being on every Sunday and saying hello. Same thing uh, to Sheena Lee and thank you to Autumn Robinson, who is also listening, and anybody else who is uh, definitely you know, showing the love and tuning in to the Create Your Life series. Now, when we left off, we are giving you the first 10 of the 25 ways to save money while in college. So now, without further ado, let's jump right in. Here's strategy number 11 is to buy used furniture. So, you know, furniture can be expensive. And again, the smartest way for us to shop, especially when we're in college, where we're trying to save every single dime that we can just so that we can have money to move into another area of our life. Then we need to go ahead and, you know, search on that Craigslist, search on Amazon, like really do some price comparison, things like that, so that we can make sure that we're getting the cheapest furniture with the best quality. I mean, look for garage sales, uh, ask friends, neighbors, you know, custodians, you know, what items and things like that are available. I remember we had needed trash cans for my apartment in school, and I remember going and talking to one of the janitors, man, and he gave us a couple of free trash cans. So that, that saved us money right there. He just gave them to us, you know, because there were some things that were going to be on their way out. The other thing is that sometimes the IT department is getting rid of computers. So you can actually go there, maybe maybe barter, maybe purchase, or get a computer that might be on its way out, and, but might still be in good condition. The same thing with desks and things like that, because, you know, schools and different companies and places, they have to upgrade consistently. So there's definitely that opportunity to 
get furniture in that way. Number 12, use your ID to the maximum extent. That means everywhere you go, asking, is there a student discount at the movies, at sports events, checking even the things that you may purchase online, literally asking, concerts, all of that, trying to find out what can you get for being a student? What kind of discounts can you get? Other thing, number 13, and this is something that I definitely learned a lot about in the school of business. Get those free campus meals at these different events and mixers that uh, when companies are coming on campus to recruit or they're doing something special for the students, things like that, man, make sure that you go and you get some of that free food. I remember I went to a dining etiquette seminar and it was a three course meal. So I got the opportunity to learn how to use, you know, what my salad fork was, my dessert fork, you know, my main course utensils, all of those different things, and had the opportunity to eat there as well. And I believe Target had put that on. But you know what? If they would have had it two, three weeks in a row, two or three times in a semester, however many times during a year, you could count me in. I would have been there just for that free meal. I mean, three courses, and it was nice and healthy. And as a starving college student, that definitely helped my pockets, but also helped, you know, helped my body and my nourishment. Uh, number 14, take advantage of on-campus entertainment. You have friends who are DJs, different events and things like that going on. Some people who are musicians. And, you know, do you have all these different concerts that may be going on on your campus? Go. Take a date. Doesn't matter. Save that money, man, and really be tuned in and just be in the know. Look on those different bulletins. Understand everything that's going on in the community because this is really uh, one of the best ways to, to keep that money in your pocket. Uh, number 15. Remember when we talked about getting everybody together in order to cook from home if you're a horrible cook like me? Well, the other thing is that you can buy as a team. Instead of going to the store on your own and just buying things, I mean, go to like BJ's, go to Costco, go to wherever and just purchase, you know, if everybody needs paper towels, y'all all chip in a little bit, you'll get like a huge amount for a small amount of money. Then, you know, the same thing with food, eggs, whatever it is that you eat, you know, salad, spinach, you know, if you're making those green smoothies, apples, all of that stuff, you get it for the low. If you buy as a team and y'all put pull your money together, you're going to get so much. So that's one of the best things that you can do. And team buying, it saves a lot on the essentials. You know, even laundry detergent, uh, soap, napkins, tissue, all of that stuff. Go get it as a group. Number 16, take food from the cafeteria. I can't tell you how many times I would grab meals, like make, make some sandwiches, get some extra cereal, fruit. All of that stuff. I mean, after all, you, you're paying for it, so you might as well go ahead and and use it, man. To use it to your advantage. I got to chime in from Lance Taylor. He's saying that he's uh, enjoying the show. Lance, what's going on, man? Uh, that's on Facebook Live. Number 17, ask strategically. And what that means is, is to when it comes your birthday, when it comes time for the holidays, any of that stuff. Ask for the things that are, are a bit expensive to pay for, you know, so that then you have somebody else chiming in and making those payments for you. Another thing uh, key to this strategy is to ask for the things, ask for things as least as possible so that when you do ask that you are almost guaranteed that you're going to get it. So that's really, really important is making sure that you ask strategically and that you're asking for things that you really can't afford that are too expensive, that you could, you know, relax, keep that little $100, $200, $50 to yourself and have mom, dad, uncle, cousin, big play brother, mentor pay for so that you can keep that little money to yourself and using it in another area. That's huge. That's something that I definitely did. And uh, number 18, 
shop for your flights. You know, if you're going on spring break, if you got to go back home for Christmas break and things like that. I mean, you could secretly ask your parents for X amount of money and then find you a ticket for a little bit cheaper. Right. So some using websites like the flight deal dot com, uh, skyscanner dot com, secret flying dot com. And of course, the IATA matrix. And like, these are some of the websites that we got from Evita Robinson, who uh, is the CEO and founder of No Madness Travel Tribe. You know, so traveling is her thing. So taking those tips from her, we definitely, you know, are on the right path, right path in order to uh, shop or shop for flights and save money. Number 19. I know how bad it is that you want to have your own spot and do what it is that you want to do at all times. But, man, if it comes down to saving money in college, you got to get a roommate. You know, this is going to help cut back on expenses, cut back on on rent, uh, laundry detergent. All of these things can be cut back on when you team up. So hey, team up and, you know, save that money. Number 20, use public transportation. Depending on where you're at, especially if you're going to college in a city like New York or somewhere that has like a great train system or bus system, man, use the public transportation. You know, it might not be the quickest method, but that just means that you need to manage your time better. But if it's going to save you an exponential amount of money every single week or every single month in school year, then that's the way to go, man. You got to keep you got to keep these coins in your pocket. We got people chiming in via Facebook Live and. I definitely want to, you know, send a, another shout out to some of those uh, those beautiful people who are there on Facebook Live. So, so far, we've given you 20. I've given you 20 of the 25 strategies to save money while in college. So let's finish up with this last five. So number 21 is to lose the cable and just stream everything. So my idea behind this is, is get a couple people together and share the cost of the streaming. And then you guys trade it out, you know, barter with some of your friends and things like that. Like one person might have HBO, somebody else might have Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. You figure out how you want to do it. But you guys could uh, come together and share the expenses of the different streaming services in order to see all your favorite shows and things like that. If that's something that you want to do that you feel like is uh, important to you. Number 22. One of my favorites, something that I did, something that was a great experience, was to be a resident assistant on campus. You're going to get free room and board by being an RA. And your duties, they only usually include, you know, giving great advice to students. Uh, you get your own room in the same building with the students. And you just have to be, you know, you're over um, making sure that everybody has their keys, that they don't get locked out and stuff like that. And sometimes you're going to be in a dorm with older students, younger students, a bunch of different personalities. And I think one of the other responsibilities that I had was to I put on a program for my students. And that's actually how I ended up falling in love with salsa dancing is because I put the, a salsa program on in conjunction with another dorm. I had an all-male dorm called Brawley Hall at Clark Atlanta University, and then there was another dorm, uh, Merner Hall. And we put together uh, with our, our uh, two dormitories and our residents, put together a salsa program. And that program forever changed my life. It was an area that I had no, didn't know anything about. And since then, I've been addicted to it. So being an RA is definitely one of the great ways to save money while in college. Number 23, work for rent. You know, sometimes you could be a, a babysitter or, or do yard work, make sure that you that you keep the house clean and things like that. And that could be a way, a form of you paying rent. I believe uh, Booker T. Washington did that, even though I'm talking about e eons and eons ago. But I just remember that that was one of the key things that he did in order to make sure that he had a roof over his head and that he was fed. Uh, number 24, live in a boarding house or a co-op. 
And this one is something that I did and literally saved $2,400 a year. I was going to stay in a dormitory on campus that costs about six k uh, for from August until May. And instead of doing that, I moved off campus into a boarding house that costs about $300 a month, which was $3,600 a year. And plus, I could stay there for all 12 months, so I didn't have to worry about moving in, moving out. Uh, those fees and all of the headache that comes with that. And I didn't have to take out a student loan because I made that move. So definitely make sure try to find places and areas around the house that you, I mean, around campus that you can live for a far cheaper price. And number 25, ask for a discount wherever you go. And, you know, business owners don't mind charging anybody full price if they can because it's more money in their pockets. But a lot of places have student discounts, but it's actually your responsibility to find out where they are. So those are the 25 ways to save money while in college. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the Create Your Life series. If you have any questions, please call in uh, 212-650-6903. Put your question or leave a comment on our Facebook live stream. You know that you can uh, a new podcast episode comes out every single Friday at 8 a.m. And we are here for you to support you. Follow us on Instagram at CYL series. My personal Instagram account is at Kevin Y. Brown. Like us on Facebook and please keep sharing the love, staying positive. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. It's been a pleasure to be with you this week. See you next Sunday. This episode of the Create Your Life series is brought to you by Manners Soul Food and Salad Bar Restaurant in Harlem, New York. Manners is open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Manners has been serving soul food in Harlem for 31 years. They have now added healthier options to their 8th Avenue locations menu, such as steamed dumplings, a fresh salad bar, and all of their food is cooked with fresh herbs like garlic, rosemary, thyme, basil, and ginger. You can find out which location is close to you by visiting their website, soulfood.com.